Hey, Lester. Hey, what's going on, Art? I'm doing great, man. How you doing? I'm doing fabulous. Oh, why is that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm feeling good. Had a good week. Looking forward to the weekend. So. Well, we're, we're, mid in, uh, we're in middle of the week, so you got <laughs> a few yeah, days. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I got a big audition coming up, so I'm just looking two steps ahead. That's what oh, that's that's great. Congratulations, man. Ah, thank you, thank you. You're supposed to ask me what's the audition for. I'm getting there. <laughs> Congratulating you first for your uh, getting an audition is the first uh, step of success for an actor, man. That's that the, you know, not everybody gets auditions. You don't want uh, my uh, congratulations for that. Is that what it is? No, no, no. You're right. I guess I was just anxious. I was being. Too you crazy. are. You. You do sound very anxious. So what is it for? <laughs> oh, I'm glad you asked. So. It's for this TV pilot called Atlanta Law. And wow. I met, yeah, I met this guy named Anthony Page at this creators conference that I told you about. And we just hit it off right away and he invited me back for callbacks. I didn't even have to audition for the first round. He just thought that I'd be a great fit, so he's bringing me back for callbacks and callbacks are on Sunday. Oh, so you're uh, not, it's not an audition, it's a callback. Well, it's still an audition, though. It's not. It's not a booking. So I call it. I still call it. Callback is the next step. Callback is the next big step, which is only reserved for a select few who That's achieve true. a certain level, <laughs> which you certainly did. Exactly. Exactly. So. Yeah. Remember that. All right, man. Anyways, so that, uh, congratulations and good luck. Thank uh, you. Thank you. What about you? Be welcome. Should we welcome our listeners? Uh, I, I had a good week. We'll, uh, okay. we'll uh, get to that. But I think uh, our les- listeners may want to be involved in the conversation. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Hi, guys. This is Chocolate. And Chai. Chai, yes. Chocolate and Chai. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> sorry for this uh, early uh, interruption, but that, that was that was important. <laughs> Lester was excited. Now, I had a good week. I, I went to I went to Philadelphia uh, to visit some friends uh, with family uh, over oh. the week. It's long weekend, right? So MLK uh, Day was on Monday. Oh, okay. Okay or yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, what well, you said? You came back on Monday, right? No, I said uh, Martin Luther King Day was oh, on Monday. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Yes, Martin Luther King. Yes, that was a big day. That was a big day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, what's your uh, what's your favorite um, MLK movie? Martin Luther King. Well, I have a friend by the name of Jamil Mangan, who is a New York actor and he is constantly playing Martin Luther King. He looks like him. He could definitely play his double. And he's always performing at different theatrical productions. So seen some of his plays. And <laughs> I'm just a huge fan of his. But of course, Martin Luther King is, is the man. There's no way you can emulate that. But my friend Jamal Megan is a talented actor. So I just wanted to give him a shout out. Oh, that's that's fantastic. Uh, oh, my favorite, I mean, uh, uh, Martin Luther King uh, Jr. has been played um, a few times, right, uh, by many, many different actors. But uh, my favorite interpretation came uh, in the film, 2014 film Selma, where David Oilovo 
plays oh, yeah. um, uh, Martin Luther King. Uh, it's a film by Ava DuVernay. I think uh, it's one of the one of the most beautiful movies um, and uh, most beautiful interpretation of the character. I mean, David does such an amazing job of bringing uh, a complicated character with his faults and with his uh, you know shortcomings, but with his greatness and with his uh, amazingness. Um, into that uh, into that portrayal. Oh, okay, yeah, I saw that movie too. Yeah, he was great. He's a great actor. Oh, he's fantastic. I, I met him. Uh, <laughs> uh, I met him twice actually, and, uh, and oh. he was he was one of those guys saying who who did remember uh, uh, second time that when I met him, he remembered meeting me. We had a very good conversation. He recorded uh, uh, a very sweet message. Uh, for my daughter, uh, his uh, his kids, uh, you know, he's um, he's a he's a wonderful man, not just a very oh. actor, but he's a did wonderful man. That's nice. Did you interview him, or you just kind of met him in passing? I interviewed him uh, first time when I met him, but the second time we hung out, uh, we met at a party and we had like a long conversation, and then third time uh, we met at uh, Urban World Film Festival, uh, where his uh, wife's uh, film. Uh, a short film that his wife made with his kid, with his son, uh, was um, was playing, and you know he, he was there. And then we hung out af- afterwards outside the cinema. <laughs> it was interesting. Jessica Alois' wife; she's also an you know English American actress, but uh, she she had uh, uh, written the short film. Uh, it was it was a wonderful film. He's got four kids, you know, uh, family mm-hmm. man. That's uh, interesting. A short film. Yeah, yeah, everybody's doing short films uh, now, right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was saying. I was thinking that she might consider, or people would rather do a feature film because people are always saying, "Oh, short films are dated and they don't really do much." So it's interesting that she did a short film. I love that. I love hearing that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's uh, she's done uh, uh, multiple uh, movies uh, herself, as uh, you know, in TV shows and stuff. She's she's. Uh, so oh, okay. But this was the film I think she directed, uh, wrote and directed, uh, which was um, uh, with uh, casting her son uh, in the film. So that was uh, it was a very interesting mind bender kind of film, uh, you know, which uh, which was which was very interesting uh, the way the way she the she, the way she uh, you know put that. I think that it was called After the Storm. After the Storm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The Urban Storm. World. That's a great festival too. That's. Yeah, it's a pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it was a very, very interesting film about like you know, uh, uh, a kid's kid's life uh, and everything. So she, yeah, she's uh, she's uh, she's wonderful, uh, and uh, David is great. I, I just love David. He's very kind and sweet, and you know, very, one of those actors, very inspiring. Uh, his work and his words and everything, but. Um, We'll, we'll get more, more more into that at some point, but yeah, his his interpretation in Selma was great. I was actually surprised. Selma was one of those uh, high end examples. I I feel like you know, of uh, the snubs so as what oh. them right. Like it was a great film. Uh, it was almost surprising, you know. Uh, it got many awards and it got really right, but uh, I think uh, didn't it get Oscar snub like. Um, uh, didn't get any? Didn't get any Oscar nominations, right? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't remember him being nominated for that. Right, right. Which was uh, which yeah, disappointing. Uh, f- very disappointing, of course, right? Because uh, uh, you know, Selma was a great film, and you know, I think the only one that it got was uh, the the best original song. 
uh, you know, a very rigid one. Uh, oh, okay. I think it did get nominated uh, for the best picture, but it didn't win. But Ava did not get. Uh, uh, yeah. Did she direct that? Yeah, but she didn't get the uh, Oscar nomination, which was uh, disappointing. Uh, right. Uh, but she did get nominated for Golden Globes, but you know, still not Academy Award. So. But right, the right. awards in NAACP, which is every, which is uh, frequent, right? Like uh, including her at Golden Globes, her show when they see us, which was at, which right. was at Golden Globes, and then uh, didn't uh, you know? So yeah, it's it's unfortunate that it happens that all these great uh, films uh, that come every year, but somehow I think we talked a little bit about it in last episode, missed the mark. Yeah, for uh, sure. For some reason, yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate. It's, but I think at the end of the day, like we said before, it's all about just putting out heartfelt material, putting out quality material, and then you just have to live with the results, right? You can't expect to win everything, and if you're not nominated, then at least you know that you gave yourself a, a great chance to to be nominated and if people are moved by it then that's what matters most that's how I see it agreed agreed so uh, did you did you see SAG Awards so I didn't see the SAG Awards but I saw some of the highlights of course and I'm glad Brad Pitt won I really like Brad Pitt I think he has a great comeback story I didn't even know that he had a drinking problem I don't know did you hear about that at Bradley Cooper had helped him get sober. Apparently, Brad Cooper was suffering from alcoholism, and so Brad Pitt reached out to Bradley Cooper, and Bradley Cooper was there for him and helped him get out of that rut. So it's nice to see Brad Pitt come back, win the award, and give a great speech. I'm a huge fan of Brad Pitt. I think I think sometimes he gets a bad rep simply because people look at him and think, oh, he's... He just has these looks and he's this and that and he's not a great father, blah, blah, blah. But I think at the end of the day, he seems like a really nice man. If you watch his interviews, I've watched interviews on him and he seems really down to earth, very low key, very humble. And so I think that's that's just a testament to who he is. It's good that somebody of his stature won. I'm happy for him. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, as I said, I've seen uh, I've seen the f- film Once Upon a Time. Uh, uh, you haven't you haven't seen it yet, right? No, I didn't see it yet. Right, so Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, he's he's fantastic in the film. So you know, uh, uh, so I'm happy for his win, and I did uh, I did like his speech uh, very much. It was very it sounded very honest, right? Like he talked about his experiences and everything, everything else. Although. Uh, you know, I there were other nominees out there, right? Uh, uh, if you if you look at uh, uh, his win, that is for uh, um, you know uh, for best supporting actor, uh, you will see that looks uh, a beautiful day in the neighborhood and Jamie Foxx for Just Mercy and also Al Pacino and Joe Pesci. So I don't know. Again, I'm a SAG member. I I voted. Uh, for these awards, uh, yeah, SAG awards are voted by SAG members, right? So I voted for these awards as well, uh, along with my other actor SAG brethren and sisters. <laughs> but right. but I, I don't know, man. That's another interesting one. I, I, his performance was very good, but uh, I don't know. 
awards are people's opinion too, right? So, right. Uh, I would, in my personal opinion, I love Brad Pitt, and I was very happy for his Golden Globes win because, you know, again, but like looking from honestly, from a very honest acting perspective, he's uh, given some great performances at many. And many other places, right? Uh, Curious Case of Benjamin Button, and there's many other movies out there. But right, does it really stand against uh, Tom Hanks? You've seen A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. No, I didn't see it. His Tom Hanks is amazing, and he's always amazing. Or Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, both of them. I mean, Al Pacino is back, man. When you talk about the Irishman, <laughs> he's good back. He's good back. He got. He became like a parody of himself at some point, but he's good back. Right. Uh, he's Good, Al Pacino and Jamie Foxx and Just Mercy, man. I mean, you've seen that one. Yeah, I saw Just Mercy. Yeah, it's hard though. It's like everybody deserves to win at that point, right? Right, right. So, But I mean, we uh, uh, everybody's allowed to have an opinion. We are actors, right? You're a union member, right? So, uh, right. Uh, is that uh, who your pick would be out of those? Who's your pick? I like Jamie Foxx. But yeah, again, Jamie Foxx or Tom Hanks in in that in that collection. So, uh, in the in that particular collection of actors, right? So again, it's a people's vote, and people's vote is people's opinion, and they are allowed to have that, right? And we are allowed to have ours. And uh, again, Brad Pitt's performance, I think, is definitely worthy of the nomination. I'm not saying that, but uh, uh, like Laura Dern won for Marriage Story, and I'll give her that. I mean, again, oh Laura Dern, yeah. Yeah, I've said, that, I've said that many times. She should win every award she gets nominated for. She's just that good. So, but you know, I don't know about um, this one. But uh, but I do love Brad Pitt. I'll say that he's uh, he's one of. Yeah. I only almost feel like he's underrated actor as an actor. I don't know about his personal life. You know, I don't know if he's a good father or not. I don't know if he's been a good husband or not. I have no idea. Right. So. Right. I'm right. I'm not capable of commenting on that, but I think he's a good actor and he's a good storyteller. He's a wonderful producer. He's yes. one of the wonderful producers that are uh, working in Hollywood. Like talk I about diversity. diversity. Yeah, he is. I don't think there's many production companies that do amount of uh, you know uh, amount of diverse, good quality content. Uh, produce and support as much as uh, Brad Pitt does through his Plan B Entertainment, right? Plan B Entertainment is his production company. Uh, right. You know, I think um, I, I'm sure they have uh, other people involved. Uh, you know, but uh, uh, but dude, the kind of films they have, uh, you know, the kind of films uh, they have uh, supported and. Uh, right. Made over the years, like uh, all so many great films, like especially when you talk about the last black and uh, black man in San Francisco, they they oh, yeah. uh, they Beale Street could talk, uh, right? And uh, Okja that people talk about the Bong Joon Ho movie, uh, yeah, yeah. Moonlight was good. Yeah. Um, Did you see Moonlight? Yeah, I mean Moonlight. Yes, of course. That was like that one Oscar, right? So like, I'm saying that's that's the thing that everybody knows. But I'm talking about Selma that we were talking about earlier. You know, so they uh, Plan B was behind Selma, Twelve uh, Years a Slave, right? Like, um, oh, yeah. like uh, uh, you know, uh, content, uh, uh, content by people of color, or you know that that. Uh, besides that, of course, the King that's getting Ad Astra and Vice, and you know that there's so many other. Uh, great films, The Last City of Z. I really like that uh, film. The Big Short, that was great. Oh, that the Big Short, yeah. The Tree of Life, yeah. Eat, Pray, Love. I mean, these are just uh, 
few movies that they have done uh, in last 10 years right so uh, multiple oscar nominees uh, and stuff right this uh, he's behind like he's a great producer he's making this and that's it when you use your power right, right when you become big right for telling yeah exactly for telling good stories that's you're a storyteller not just an actor and that's who he is right he's passionate about wonderful stories and he promotes that and he gets them out there uh, i've heard from people that a lot of these films would not would not have been made if he was not involved plan b was not uh, involved right. yeah right uh, yeah, he, gave a, the, he gave a speech or he did some interview and somebody asked him about hey what did you learn from leonardo dicaprio what did you learn from working with him and i was surprised that he said this he said well i learned that leo is so technical this is what brad pitt said he's so technical and every take he gives it everything every take it's always at the top the very top he's always just above and beyond and he said he learned that from leonardo dicaprio you know how some actors i guess they kind of mail it in they don't really give it 100% for every take let's say it's not a close up they might just kind of half acid or something like that but he was saying that Brad Pitt is always on at the very top for you mean DiCaprio oh DiCaprio yeah Brad Pitt said DiCaprio is always at the DiCaprio very top. is is amazing man I'll uh, I was at SAG Awards um uh four years ago uh, the year uh, he was uh, nominated for Revenant uh, the oh. year he won the Academy Award finally and I met him at uh, at the SAG Awards um wow. you know I met a lot of a lot of people yeah I got to attend the uh, SAG Awards once and he was amazing he was amazing like he you know he really uh, DiCaprio really ca- is really uh, I don't know if you're aware of it passionate about environment yeah so he didn't even want to talk about like you know because I was like man your performance is great I hope you uh, win Oscars this time right and he's like that's all okay i'm uh, he was working on some documentary at that point and he started talking about this documentary that i'm making it's going to be great i mean he was you know uh, and he was like he sounded very genuinely you know passionate about environment yeah. or i or a mix of both <laughs> so. wow you know he talked about you know he's going to be working with martin scorsese and de niro again in this movie called i don't know if you heard of it you hear of the movie called Killer of the Flower I think that's what it's called something, something like that yeah I, I, he 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 uh he mentioned that uh yeah, he mentioned well, it yeah. well he got um, uh, well uh, Mar- uh, Robert Nero was given the lifetime achievement award right, uh, right. And, uh, I mean of course well deserving you know is an amazing right. actor uh, you know uh, it's called Kill- yeah it's called Killers of the Flower movie sorry Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll be excited to see that. I love Leo, man. He's an amazing actor. And uh, just to pivot a little bit, uh, uh, Robert De Niro's speech was fantastic. He's such a such a passionate speech. And I think something that I strongly believe in that he talked about uh, that you know um, that even if you're actor, like people talk about, oh, we are actor entertainers. We should not talk about you know politics and stuff. You have as much right as anybody else, right? We have right. the right, and if we have a voice. including like what that's what he said including right if a bigger voice that i will use it i think that's i agree correct and so he's so passionate about things that he believes in i told you i met robert de niro earlier uh you know oh, nice. here yeah but i think i'll save that for that story for later it was amazing he was 
he was everything i think i said right sometimes you don't want to meet your heroes and sometimes you do right. he was everything that i've ever uh, know, let me yeah. let me share that because last week i shared a bad story okay you know? Yeah, I mean not bad but like uh, awkward. This was amazing. I met, I met him at uh, Tribeca. He's the founder of Tribeca uh, Film Festival, uh, right? Yeah. So but they were at the um, opening of uh, Apollo. Um yeah, I don't know if you saw there was this wonderful documentary that uh, came uh, last year. Uh the uh, a documentary called Apollo. Uh, mm-hmm. It was uh, directed by um this was about the Apollo uh theater in harlem directed by roger ross williams a very dear friend of mine uh so he had invited me so i see uh, uh robert nero on the red carpet and i say hello uh, big fan and everything is like hey great thank you said can i take a picture is like yeah of course you can take a picture i mean it was very nice and yes. i expected him to be like maybe it would be like you know not nice, but it was very nice so i took a picture with him and then i'm like you know you're so passionate and somebody uh, a guy next to me asks him hey do you what do you think about trump and he's like don't even get me started right you know he actually <laughs> hates trump yeah so i know not talk about trump but uh, can you talk a little bit about uh, uh, you know um, importance of diversity and i think that's something we're talking a lot about today diversity right importance of diversity uh, in films oh yeah no absolutely and he gave me one of the most beautiful answers that i've ever heard right i have i have heard so many people talk about it and used to see hear your typical answers that oh we have to reflect the world we live in and uh, you know it's important because uh, you know uh, because everybody's voice needs to be heard and this and that and that, those answers are all valid but he told me an answer that i had not heard he said you know as storytellers with the voice it's our responsibility to tell stories it does not matter where and how it reaches uh, to people who listens to it who does not listen to it because you cannot change people's mind the only thing that you can do is tell your stories and once you tell those stories they may make an impact and that's your responsibility when somebody hears it when somebody listens to it you know how it impacts them uh, that's that's the beauty of it and i was like that's true that is so true it's our responsibility to tell these stories Yeah, I love De Niro. I think he's just a great person and I can tell that he does things not for an applause or for approval. He does things that really move him that really speak to his heart and I love that about him. He's just a uh, he's like one of those quiet warriors. That's a compliment. He's one of the best he's that I've ever not met of course but that I've seen on screen so kudos to Mr. Dinero I'd love to work with that man I would love to work with that man absolutely <laughs> no way as a guest star in Chocolate and Chai oh yeah yeah definitely Chocolate and Chai Rob Dinero come on we need that we need that feature <laughs> we need that feature we're working on it uh, you can come on the podcast first if that's uh, that's for better right but then uh please come in uh, and work right, with right. us in the future <laughs> right exactly hey you never know right you never know you never know anything happen anything is possible yeah yeah and he's he's as i said he's passionate about good content and you know a diverse story he's really i mean he does not just preach diversity he 
follows it he makes True. it happen the collection of uh, diverse and uh, wonderful films uh, in uh, Tribeca is like none other man they have one of the best uh, you know uh, film from True. all over the world uh, from everywhere right Africa Asia India China right uh, yeah. all over they have uh, you know South America amazing films amazing people amazing filmmakers storytellers and he supports them Man, yeah. now, I've never been, have you ever? You know, of course, you've been to the festival. I've never been there. How does it work? Is it like every other festival in terms of just registering, or do you have to? I will. I will share that. I think we will have to do an entire episode on that. But yeah, I've been to uh, several festivals, including the Tribeca. Tribeca is the festival I've been going to longest. I think I've been going to Tribeca for eight or nine years every year. Wow. Yeah. That's so awesome. yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, through my New York, I, as some of the, you guys know, I run a media portal, my New York. I, so we are invited every year. So not as a filmmaker, but we go as uh, team media. Person, uh, I'm really looking to say, you know, sooner than later, we're joining the festival as uh, as a participant, where we have our project there. Uh, you know, uh, that that'd be fantastic. That'd be wonderful. So yeah, but you just uh, if you're not uh, going in the media, you just have to buy tickets, right? They sell tickets uh, for oh, okay. nights, and you can do it. You know, going as filmmaker, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I definitely want to experience that. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of media, this is just a. Uh sidebar I, I got a chance to meet a guy named Miles Neiman here in Atlanta and mm-hmm. he's the publisher of the Georgia Hollywood Review I don't know if you ever heard of it but he has this new I guess you could call it a it's a magazine he has this new magazine that celebrates people in the Atlanta community mm-hmm. and he's all about diversity and so I got a chance to meet him I sent him my film Driving Force and I told him I'd love to work with him in some capacity. And he said that the film brought him to tears, my, my film Driving Force. Mm. So I'm looking forward to working with him. I told him I, I don't mind writing for the magazine. Maybe he'll even feature me in the magazine. So diversity, 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 that's what it's all about. So look out for Lester Green, the Georgia Hollywood Review. Yeah. That's amazing, man. Georgia that's Hollywood amazing. Review. Yeah, let's let's have him. Uh, let's let's have him as a uh, you know. Oh, guest yeah. In one of the coming episodes, you can. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, that's why you're the smart one. You're right. Yeah, we'll have him as a guest. Right. Uh, we'll have him as a guest host, and you know we can uh, talk about some topic that's uh, that passionate. Uh, he's passionate about, and that our audience finds fascinating so yeah diversity diversity is today's uh, today's theme but uh, getting back to SAG Awards right so we talked yeah. about um, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio uh, another, uh, yeah, uh, amazing uh, actor amazing guy but uh, this year man the best actor uh, tally is hard as I'm saying that one is like really hard to beat but it's one of those years where it's a clear winner Joaquin Phoenix for Joker you know you have Christian Bale for Ford vs Ferrari and you have DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood Adam Driver mm. for Marriage Story and a Taron Egerton for Rocket Man uh, and SAG Awards but Joaquin Phoenix and his performance as Joker as we've talked about many times is a different level so right you know that yeah I like what you said I like what you said on your podcast show oh thank you thank you (laughs) my New York you guys can uh, hear that I I I broke down three of my favorite uh, favorite films not uh, the films that I loved uh, from la- uh, from last year, the farewell, Joker, and Parasites. I can hear that. Uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so right. that was uh, uh, that was fun. 
Yeah, yeah, I love what you said about Joaquin Phoenix and the way he played the character. He was just, he played a broken character, but he did it in so many different aspects. He did it in the physical sense. Just everything about his body movements reminded me of something that was just literally broken. It's, it's hard to do that. A lot of his great acting wasn't necessarily him saying anything. It was just his body saying everything. Mm-hmm. And I, I, right? Didn't you feel that way? I felt like I was just watching this man transform into this broken character. It was like he took himself out of his body and became something else. Absolutely. It was amazing to watch. He does that with every character he plays too, but this character was so to say made for him, man. I mean, and or he made the character or both. Right. You can say I mean, absolutely <laughs> because uh, uh, I don't think he even speaks much. He does what he does. It's he does it. But it's, uh, it's his body, yes. the eyes, his, his uh, you know, posture, his, his walk. It's his, his mannerisms. Man. Yeah. That's what great acting is about, adapting. Uh, this, uh, bring, as you said, broken man and bringing him alive. So I think uh, this is a tough year with amazing performances, some really amazing performances right. in male actor in a leading role. But uh, Joaquin Phoenix is this on a different uh, level. It's one of those years that I think I'll be surprised if anybody else. Uh, you know, yeah, but it, it almost feels like he's always nominated every time he comes out with a movie. You ever feel that way? Yeah, well, he's one of those actors, right? Yeah, he's one of those yeah. actors. But, uh, you know, on that note, his, his performance is great, but similarly a performance that moved me at that level in uh, in the female actor uh, category was uh, since he was a performance in Harriet. Uh, oh, know, yeah. I don't know how you felt, but I feel like... and. Uh, She's nominated for Oscar, I think, and she was nominated for SAG Award, but she didn't win. Uh, oh, really? I didn't know that. Uh, for Golden Globes, I don't remember, but, uh, you know, I don't know how she's not winning. Uh, again, that's something that surprises me, uh, right? Because her, her performances, I feel, at that level, like her physical mannerisms, yeah, I agree. Talk line, I agree. And, like everything, just like the way she brings Harriet Tubman's character alive on screen, it just like broke me down to pieces. Uh, in the in the you know, in the same way Joker does, uh, and she's just, she's just amazing uh, in the film. Like, what did you feel about? It? Yeah, I felt the same way about her. It's interesting because obviously she's a woman and she's an African American woman, so it makes you wonder if that had anything to do with it. I don't know if it did, but I agree. I think I really think that she should. She should just clean up. She should win all the awards, in my opinion, for best actress. Because I watched it and I got emotional watching her. Right. It's almost like watching a real person. Right. I mean, I haven't seen uh, Judy, so I can't comment on it. I know she's been winning all these awards. Uh, she looked amazing in the trailer, yes. Uh, but I haven't seen the awards, so I can't say how she is. Who is that, Renee Zellweger? Yeah, Renee Zellweger. I don't know how she is. Oh, yeah. I've seen. Uh, Cynthia Rivia and Harriet and I would say it's one of the best performances of the year or many years and also Lupita Nyong'o in the, uh, us I mean you know again it's oh, yeah. tough to beat in terms yeah. of attacking. I think I still might go with Cynthia Rivia and Harriet because it's just a amazing character that people need to learn about and know about right. see right. I was the the name, uh, but we don't really know about it and she does an amazing job bringing it alive and teaching us but still keeping it honest and amazing, right? But I I agree with you, man. I don't know. Uh, I mean, uh, of course, that's why people bring race and uh, 
diversity and inclusion uh, in, in that aspect uh, of uh, storytelling and as we were talking I was mentioning that earlier with Brad Pitt's win and again not to say it's not a good performance it's an amazing performance but uh, you know but especially this one I mean as Joaquin Phoenix is cleaning up for Joker Cynthia Erivo should be cleaning up for Harriet <laughs> No? I know, no, I agree. And not even that, but those kind of movies usually get over, right? Those are the kind of movies that really touch people's lives and, and win awards. So I'm a little surprised that it's not getting the recognition that it deserves. It's very right. interesting. I wonder, but, but all right, let me ask you a question. Do we know who is on the panel? How does the judging work? Do, do you know how it works? Because I'm always curious as to... the panel and does it change from year to year Uh, so it depends on the awards right different awards are different like golden globes right. is a group of people foreign press association uh, does that so, you know journalists were part of that group uh, sag award is completely different as i said i voted so sag awards is voted by sag members which are who are actors uh, who are members of uh, the sag uh, after union so they vote right for uh, i mean not, and again not everybody votes like any vote right <laughs> and please everybody right, right. do vote for 2020 uh, elections uh, so please voting is important uh, way more important than this uh, but you know like uh, we're winning we're we're electing leaders of our country who's going to run this country so not participating is in a mistake we're in democracy and not uh, partaking in the process if you're eligible for it it's a shame but uh, yeah so for mm-hmm. SAG awards is voted by the actors themselves the SAG union members and um, and then uh, uh, I think Oscars mm-hmm. are voted by uh, like a you know uh, Oscar uh, what do you call the board members so uh, they're uh, board members Trump, but yeah, people get included every inducted every year people who have won in the past get inducted and sometimes others have been getting inducted Uh, in last few years uh, you know it's getting more and more diverse than it used to be at least you know a lot of uh, people of color and uh, different ethnicity and uh, countries have joined the board in uh, past few years so they're increasing the numbers and trying to make it diverse but diversity it comes back to diversity i think and that's what i was uh, uh, yeah i was saying mentioning that tweet that i had and uh, oh, yeah. it was tweet and that was my point man that diversity is important because diversity yeah. is what decides can uh, change your opinion on quality right yeah. this quality when a smaller group yeah. people, a certain group of people thinks that's quality that may not be true representative of quality right when you have a different group it might think different about the quality so uh, right. when you have a diverse group really reflecting the world we live in uh, that will uh, with the knowledge of the world that we live in with there's so many la- layers to it even if we have the diverse group but if the uh, if the group really does not understand uh, what other uh, people are going through then again their opinion would be biased in a certain way so diversity yeah. really affects but the biggest thing i think what i'm trying to say here is uh, diversity almost decides what's quality mm. interesting I mean, see, I don't like I don't want diversity by default though sometimes people will say oh yeah well we need to get this kind of person in the film or that kind of person in the film just so that we can cover our backs I, I don't really like that do you follow me so I'd rather you pick the best of that 
diverse group as opposed to just saying oh yeah let's just get a, a an african-american guy to be in this film because we need to show that we're being diverse i don't i don't like that to me i think it's all about quality and talent and and, and that should be paramount in my opinion that's what i, I that's how i see it I, I, I don't, I don't, Okay, and I, 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 I'm actually of a little different opinion. I wouldn't say I'm completely far from that, but I'm a little right. different opinion. And uh, the, again, uh, the reason I say that is the opportunity, right? When you start mm-hmm. picking for, let's say, and that's it's been said, like uh, Bojack Horseman uh, has, uh, you know, Alison Brie playing uh, Diane Nguyen's character, which is a Vietnamese uh, character on the show. Uh, played by a white actress and the creator of the show mentioned that that they went for blind casting so whoever is best that's what we will go for but when you go for the go for that the problem is the opportunities are so less for a certain character group of uh, people right and mm-hmm. then if you if you're going to do open casting you'll get 9 90% white actors and maybe 5 10% uh, people of color or other, and if, if that's how you're going to do you somehow and I, i i can understand you want to say that oh the person of color uh, was not as but there's not as many opportunities there's not as many people coming being able to getting opportunity to come out right so you know that right. is not always a reflection of person's talent that's true right, too but then again yeah. but, then, but then you see but you look now though our people are creating their own content right lena way she's creating her own content she's not waiting Right. to give her approval but that's like only that a small percentage angry. right uh, that still does not uh, immediately bring you to uh, the level of being it able to have work show then big it's getting right it's getting better though look at michael b jordan it, it's getting better people are creating their own content people are creating their own production companies and releasing their own stories telling their own stories so it's getting better i know what you're saying yeah i mean it's getting getting better, better, but i don't uh, the, my point is the thing it's not going to tilt uh, it's not going to get balanced and, unless you tilt it in the other direction so having mm. a token representation is not good i agree but having mm. uh, you know by default the character as i said in my other podcast like the when i will believe that diversity is uh, really reaching in are you telling me there is not talented uh, uh, black actors brown actors indian actors that can play iron man superman uh, uh, you know spiderman uh, or like you know uh, batman any of these characters why does batman has to be white why does superman has to be uh, white why does iron man has to be white cast an indian actor as iron man there are so many talented actors when you start going out to look There are so many talented black actors who can play Superman. It's a fictional character. It can be black. Why does it have to? Iron Man can be Indian. He's a tech entrepreneur. So many Indian tech entrepreneurs out there. Uh, there's a black billionaire side there to play by Batman. Uh, Superman can be Mexican. He's an alien. Why does he have to be white? Why does he have to be white? So uh, my point is, you take that step forward in diversity, and there are talent. There is talent out there. I do not believe the talent is not there. That can never be an excuse. You have to, but you do have to reach extra to go out and look because the lack of opportunity, because lack of uh, you know preparation. There are so many reasons that uh, people are not able to get there. So I believe you have to tilt it in the other direction first, and then uh, you know. talented at right. some point i i'm not saying that shouldn't be but there is talent out there we should get the opportunity well yeah look at us we're talented right and, and and sometimes i feel like we don't even get 
an opportunity like you said it's, it's always going to certain individuals or certain name actors so I, I agree with you I'm not disagreeing with you but I try not to look at what they're not doing I just try to look at what I'm doing so if I continue to do what I'm doing and creating my own projects and we're creating our own projects then that's what matters most to me I'm not looking for acceptance and I'm not looking for awards from different groups or different people I think it's just we just have to do what we need to do to satisfy our creative urges that's how I see it Hmm. No, I, I I will agree to that. Although I will again say that I am looking for that too. I am looking for awards. I am looking for recognition. I think, as I said in the past, it's it's important. Uh, first thing to get uh, your name out and get you know uh, so other people see, can see and get inspired. So I think it's important. I'm looking for all of that, but I strongly believe that comes from quality storytelling, which is our responsibility. Right. That's another thing that we as storytellers. are able to in today's world and we are already doing it you and i are doing it our brothers are doing it uh, from all the way to the top from eva duvernay michael p jordan lena wait uh, you know uh, uh, like so many people uh, are uh, you know uh, doing this at at uh, at the top level to bottom level and that's what we need to do we tell our stories we tell our stories are great i never saw a film with white actor and be like hey i There's a white actor out there, and I still like it. No, I liked it because it was a good story. But I 100% believe that if we are telling good stories, people will like it because people like stories, and we are all connected in some way, shape, and form. And if it's good story, uh, you know, over time, as the, as you know, even if even if it doesn't win awards today, it will tomorrow because at least there is a conversation, right? So it takes right. time for things to change, but I think at some point. as the audience gets uh, you know uh better uh appreciation of diverse stories because they are being told and a lot of good stories are coming out right and as uh, the voting and everything like the people who are voting it that expense and gets more diverse i think we'll we'll get the awards so, so i do want it but i i agree that that's not the most important thing the most important thing is to tell those diverse but great and amazing stories and they they are there so don't get me wrong i'm not saying that there should be shitty content out there and it should be appreciated just because uh, it's diverse i do not believe in that i believe but i also believe that given the opportunity we have amazing stories if you look at shitty content i believe there's more shitty content on the other side than this side the diverse stories that's uh, still right now richer and uh, better because they have not been told there's so many stories that have not never been even told never even been explored so there is a great opportunity if you look at diversity to tell amazing stories and we are going to be part of that we're going to touch with chocolate and chai and so chocolate and chai we're going to tell those stories absolutely chocolate and chai chocolate and yeah. chai <laughs> all right and i was so That was pretty interesting. I think we can close on that. What do you think? I think we can close on that. But uh uh you know, the, thank you so much guys for listening in. So that was our uh, take on diversity SAG awards and uh, you know, uh and uh, my celebrity encounters uh, so to say, but uh, uh yeah, uh, you know, diver- we both are very passionate about diversity inclusion. The award season is here, so I guess we'll keep talking about awards for the next 2 months. Uh, all the uh, Oscar still coming and the BLACP awards is coming i know you get already getting uh, uh, an award overdose right lester <laughs> what 
Hey, you're getting a overdose of awards, right? You're already like. Yeah, I'm overwhelmed. I can't keep up with it. It's just too much work. I don't have the patience to sit there and watch everything. But again, I'm gonna work on it. I'm learning. I'm trying to get better. All right. No, it's it's good. It's, I think again, boy, there's so much good stuff to watch. It's not uh, most important to watch that. Uh, yeah. So, all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, that's true. Wrap it yeah. up. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for the next episode. This is chocolates and chai. Chai. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao.